Hey, soccer players. Today's episode is going to be talking about eccentric training. So um, there's different types of contractions and methods you can do when you're, when you're training both at the gym or at home or even on the pitch. So today we're going to talk about eccentric training. Um, we're going to talk about exactly what it is, why you should care, and some general do's and don'ts for your eccentric training on your own. So we hope you enjoy the episode. Let's start out very, very basic. Will a six-pack help me as a soccer player? Logically. Why pre-game meals are important? If you do strength training, you can generate more force on the ground. It will take you less stride to get to that ball. Until you get there, you can make that up with hard work and dedication and training. On top of it, right? So if you're a player that has little to no training history, imagine the, the gains and speed that you can get in such a short period of time because you're doing things. This is why strength training is important. I don't care how you do your strength training. I don't you know some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is you have to get stronger. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It's me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how you doing today, bro? Still sleepy, man. Just been sleeping. I just cook. I, it was a failure. They were, I feel like the day was not as productive. I woke up at like 1130 because I went to bed at two in the morning. I'm watching the, because there's nothing to do. I'm watching shows late at night. Woke up at two and woke up at like 1130, started cooking, trying to like chef it up, make some rice. Failed miserably. I had to throw away the rice. That's how bad. That's how bad, that's how bad it was. They tried oh, to make man. some try to make some fried chicken. The chicken wouldn't fry. Can you believe that? I chicken would not fry. I'm like, what is going on with this? Is this chicken? Is this like artificial chicken? What's up with your stove? That's my question. Yeah, is it working? I think there's something going on with the stove. I think so. You wouldn't fry, so I had to bake it. Man. And then afterwards, I'm like, you know what? Man, that's it. And I fell asleep for like three hours. Damn. How about Did you, you man? How's the day going? Huh? Did you eat some of the chicken and rice before you nap? No, I didn't. I, I ate I ate leftovers. Mm. All right, all yeah. right. How about you, man? Day, bro, I've had the least productive week I've ever had in my entire life. I don't know, man. Your Instagram says otherwise, man. You got, bro, you got some clients. It looks like it's popping. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm popping off a little bit, but like that's for, let's say, two hours of the day. The other 22... I'm chilling, bro. I'm not doing nothing. I was going to study for my board exam every day. That got delayed, so I delayed my studying a little bit. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that. You probably should do probably a little shouldn't. bit every day. By the time you guys hear this episode, hopefully I'll be back on the study grind. But this is week four of coronavirus complete lockdown for me. And um, complete? Well, I mean... I haven't gone anywhere except to go play soccer by myself or right, to man. get pizza. Well, come on, past four weeks. No, come on, man. It's not a complete lockdown. I, I can complete say lockdown is New York, man. Those guys, yeah, can't do, they can't do much, bro. I was gonna go get a job there, bro, and hey, that place is shut down, man. Sorry, right. you you get it once they once they open back up, man. You. <laughs> You get it. We'll see. Remind me to tell you something after after we record right. the episode. But today is uh, we're talking about eccentric training. We're gonna go through, define it, say everything you need to know about it, go over some rules, some do's and don'ts, 
So Berg, what is eccentric training? Like, tell, yeah, tell us man, what, it. what the definition of eccentric is basically your muscle lengthening and lengthening in, in, in what well, not in a slow fashion. It's just your muscle length lengthening period. So for example, um, let's say you, you, you have a dumbbell, right? And you curling and then after you curl, you're lowering the weight back and that action of lowering the, the weight back down is what you call an eccentric phase of, or, you know, this kind of motion. Um, if you have, if you're doing a squat and then you do the act of, if you're doing a bar squat, the act of lowering down to the ground before you should back up the, that phase of lowering down is what you call the eccentric part. So in today's, um, podcast, we're going to talk about why you, you know, why you should do, um, you should focus a little bit more on that descending part of the movement. Typically, you know, we, we heavy, we advocate a lot for strength training. So you're probably sick of us right now telling you to do strength training, but we're going to break down the strength training in this episode a little bit and focus a little bit more on the eccentric part of, you know, a movement, a workout, um, deadlift, um, squat, a lunge, uh, rear elevated um split squat all those 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 movement have an eccentric phase to it the the part where you lower down is the eccentric phase we're going to talk about spending spending a little bit more um tender love and care in in that phase in the training today mm. so <clears throat> there's a few things that that can really apply to soccer players specifically um and one of them that we were talking about before is this analogy of a slingshot can you mm -hmm. kind of compare like a slingshot to the eccentric phase of a contraction just to make it a little bit easier for yeah, so people to understand in the eccentric in the eccentric phase of a movement right your muscle is lengthening lengthening and when that happened you can actually generate more force and the way i use that the, the way i you know the analogy is a slingshot analogy so imagine hopefully people are not too old to not be playing with a slingshot. Uh, but I'm, I'm old enough when I was young, I played with a slingshot. So, you know, the, the older people might get this analogy and the people, <laughs> if people are too young and never play with a slingshot, they might not get it. But here we go. So if you have a slingshot, right, you want to project, project, you want to project out something far away. You have to really, really like pull onto the string uh, in order for your, 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 you know, your object to be sent as far away as possible. You know, the more you pull onto the string, the further your object will go, right? But it, this, is, this is what a muscle does when you go into an eccentric phase. you basically lengthening the muscle just like a slingshot, right? The further you pull the, the elastic, the, the further the object will go. But our body, our body is a little bit, it's a little bit different, right? So... He won't, the whole body won't let you pull onto the muscle as much as you can. Because remember, the more you pull onto the string, the further you ob the object will go, the more force you can generate to be explosive. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's great. You can do that with your muscle. But the thing is, your brain's not going to let you, your body's not going to let you pull as much. Right? It, it sets the limit to how far you can pull. So the reason why you want to do eccentric training, you want to, train your body to allow you to pull on the muscle as much as possible so you can be more explosive. Mm. So it's almost like the, 
the rubber band that's in the slingshot, right? Yes. When you pull that rubber band back, boom, that's the eccentric phase. And obviously, the more you pull that band back, mm-hmm. the, the further you can shoot the rock or whatever object. So yeah. the goal with eccentric phasing is to say, hey, we want to pull this rubber band back as far as possible. So what we need to do is strengthen the rubber band. So that way we can pull it as far as we can without it, without it breaking or snapping or anything like that. That is, that is, that is correct. Mm, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Your body, your body won't let you, um, because of something called GTO, it won't let you pull as much. So you got to train that eccentric phase of the movement. So that where you can actually pull a little bit more and shut down the GTO. So that way you can absorb, you can absorb more force and then you can just, pushed out for us in a concentric contraction. So why eccentric training is important, it helps you generate more force, helps you be more explosive. And the other thing too, it just helps you be more aesthetic, period. For every move, every dynamic movement that you do on a field, when you change direction, when you jump, you know, when you're about to take a shot, all those movements begin with an eccentric movement, eccentric contraction. So if you can train it in the gym, you know, you're a little bit more powerful on the field. For sure. For sure. So how, how do you train for it in the gym or at home? Like what can players do? So what you do is um, that descending part of the movement, you perform it as slowly as possible. It's, it's very simple. You're doing a back, back squat. Put the, bar, put the weight on your back and then go down really slowly. For example, you know, if you do it with a partner, your partner will set um, the time it should take you to go down with the weight. So let's say you do an eccentric squat for six seconds. So you put the bar on your back and then squat down and your, car, your partner will count one, two, well, kind of, yeah, one, six, like six, five, four, two, I mean, four, three, two, one. And then you, it takes you that long to go down. And then you go back up. And I, I think this is a really, really good point that soccer players who are training at home right now with no equipment that you can take advantage of, right? Because there's more than one way to progress an exercise other than just adding more weight onto it. Um, things like tempo training and eccentric training, things like this, you can use these at home to progress your exercises and get stronger without needing more equipment. So I think that's a really, really good piece of advice. Yeah. You know, you don't always have to, you don't, you don't always win like a lot of weight to get stronger. And it's time under tension can also get you stronger too. For sure. So in terms of general do's and don'ts, some rules, some guidelines, um, what are some of the, the major recommendations that you've kind of seen um, and as you go through these recommendations, I'm going to kind of say um, that you can't always go with whatever's written specifically 100%. Mm-hmm. So um, let's do this. You can kind of say a recommendation and I'll say um, kind of like a side thing to go along with it. Well, okay. So extension training typically is very taxing on your nervous system. And it's not something that you should do at the end of the workout. No, no, no. It, it has to be done in the beginning when you fresh you know, when you're full of energy, that's when you do it. Because after you do it, you're going to be super tired, depending on how much fitness experience you have. Um, so, yeah, do, do that in the beginning of the workout. Yep. 
and the beginning is definitely the the best place to do it um but if if it needs to be done and there's no other place to do it like let's say you're a soccer player and you want to do um some eccentric hamstring curls at the end of your training session then be smart with that decision but i think that doing it in the middle or the end of the workout it might be better than not doing it at all period so um, definitely try to do it at the beginning. That's definitely best, but sometimes you have to play around with it. Yeah, I think the um, Nordic hamstring curl is, is might be the only exception here in terms of like the ex- the kind of exercise you can um, do eccentrically. Uh, but general rule of thumb is um, when you do eccentric training, you should do it with compound movement, like a squat, like a deadlift. Um, I get, you know, a real elevated split squad. Can you can do that with it too? But it's generally it's not it's not not to say that you won't benefit from it. But you know, doing curls and um, bicep curls and stuff like that. You know, it's yeah, you 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 can definitely gain from it. But the the point is, you wanna you wanna train like an athlete. You wanna be more athletic, so you'll get the best pain for your buck if you do compound move. If you use if you if you train eccentrically with compound movement, like a full yeah. body. And you guys are going to kind of see this as we go through some of our points here. But like you said, Berg, the one exception is the Nordic hamstring. And it's an exercise that is very, very good for soccer players specifically. Um, but we'll get into more of that later. Yeah. And the other thing is to, um, because it, it is so hard to, to train eccentrically, uh, you should not, you should not go, you know, you should not go higher than 85% of your rep max, especially if you, if you don't have a lot of training experience, you know, people who have been training for a long time, you know, they, they, they can, they can load it up 90% rep max or back squat. But, you know, if you, if you're a beginner or you don't have enough fitness experience in your belt, like don't, don't, don't try to go higher than 85% of your rep max and eccentrically. Because it's it is extremely taxing, and you might not be able to get back up. <laughs> you might not be able to get back. You might fall onto the ground, which leads which leads us to a next point. I don't know if you have any contradicting um, or recommendation for that, Andy. Yeah, I th- I think you pretty much said it all. I would just like to point out that um, make sure your setup is correct because. Oftentimes when we're training in the gym, we like to avoid things like miss sets and miss reps as much as possible. Um, but when we're doing eccentric, we're really playing on that fine line of, can I truly handle this weight? Um, so make sure your setup is correct. Make sure that, you know, you're in a power rack. If you're doing squats, make sure you have a way to bail out if you need to. Um, and this is pretty advanced stuff. So like Berg, you said, if, if you're a beginner, this is something that maybe you should get some more experience before you start training with. Yeah. And to tie to this point too, you might you might need you might need an assistant, especially if you if you stubborn and you 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 tend to you you know you're gonna stay at eighty five percent rep max because you you feel like hey um you you want to do is I like to go hard in the gym and you don't want to listen to our advice and if you're gonna go through with it just just have another guy there to spot you because going really going down really slowly with you know eighty five like 85% um, rep max weight on your back and going down really slowly or there you so it's so it's so hard and when you get down 
until that that and when you get down after six seconds coming up you might know this oh my god like that's i lost all my energy i might not be able to come back so that's <laughs> yep. why we need somebody to help you with For the weight sure. yep and if you don't have somebody of course be be smart with the exercises that you decide to do um, but one thing you can do is use the environment around you to serve almost as like a, a secondary training partner. Um, for Nordics, I've seen people do exercises with the barbell above their ankles, like on the floor. That could be a very, very stable thing to do. If you're at home, I've seen people do Nordics with a door frame and a seatbelt. And I've seen somebody do it next to a toilet. So there, there's some pretty creative things. I'll have to oh, see yeah. that video. I've, I've, I've placed... I've constrained my uh my 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 ankle with my calf. So I put my couch on top of my so basically I inserted uh, my foot under the couch. Yep. And then when I go down, the, if the couch is heavy enough, it will prevent it. It, it won't shoot up. Yep. You just have to be clever with your environment and if you guys have an environment that you kind of just need advice with, just shoot me and Berg a DM and we'll be able to give you some advice. Yeah. Also, the last, the last, the, the last do's here is just to always, when you train eccentrically, um, assuming, of course, you're not loading it up to 85, 90% rep max, when you train eccentrically, you got to follow that with a strong um, concentric contraction. So basically, if, I have, if I'm doing a back squat and I'm going down with the way really, really slow, once I get to the end range going down, I have to explode on the way up, not going back with the weight very slowly. No, you have to like really push hard, explode on the way up because, you know, the, the whole point of this is for you to express all that energy that you just absorbed through the slow eccentric um, by performing an explosive movement. Yep. And that essentially, if you go back to that rubber band analogy, that's that that object shooting as far as you can possibly go. Um, so I think that's a really solid point. Yeah. Cool. Well, I hope it. you that's, guys that's... enjoyed that episode. I mean, in general, you know, um, eccentrics are good. I think big picture, if you're a soccer player, if you have a solid training background, something to consider adding into your program. Yeah, especially um, during the off season. Yeah, yeah, for if sure. You, and if you're a beginner, if you're if you don't have enough fitness experience, you wouldn't want to add that into your your in season. And I think the Nordic hamstring exercise is something that oh that most one can be added to the Should be doing yeah, yeah they, that can um, added be added. I'm talking about the other one like squat. Oh yeah, squats. Yep. Mm -hmm. 80, 90 percent rep max eccentrically during the season. It's gonna be tough. Yep. But yeah, I mean. You guys should definitely consider adding it to your program if you can, if you're, if you're at the right place at the right time. That's it. That's all we cool. have for you guys. Um, don't forget to hit us up on all social. And leave us a review, too. Yeah, we please, keep on forgetting please. to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do a good job at promoting no. ourselves. Dude, I, right. I think we i'm the only person that's reviewed this podcast not even you have done it bro you got to do it before you expect other people to i i reviewed a podcast i, I gave uh, us a, okay. a moderate four star you know four stars bro <laughs> yeah on. man come yeah. on we're not we're not we're not we're not it yet you know you got to be humble you got to humble yourself bro yourself we've talked about star. this we've talked about this <laughs> all right we'll see y'all next week all right peace guys